welcome to another episode of Talking to Myself. I'm your host, Jake Letizia, and this is the podcast where I look into a camera and I talk to myself. How's it going? How you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right, dude. I'm doing all right. I don't want to say bad because it's a little overdramatic, but I'm not. I'm a little annoyed, dude. Because as you can see, if you're watching the video podcast, you can immediately immediately tell I got a bit of a blemish on my face. I got a I got a bit of a problem next to my nose, right fucking here, dude. And honestly, in in the regular lighting of life, you can you can see it, right? But you you're like, oh, I get, yeah, you got a a pimple there. I guess a pimple. You got more of a giant bump that is gross there. But in the film lights that I'm using right now, you can really tell that my face has decided to fuck itself up. You can see it, dude. And the best part is, is that I'm throwing a party tonight. Oh, cool, dude. Perfect timing. I like how my body is like, oh, dude, you're you're hosting a housewarming party tonight? You're hosting a housewarming party in two days? Oh, let's fuck your whole shit up for you, dude. Oh, you're hosting, you're, you're hosting a party, which is a thing that you almost never do in your life ever. You've maybe only hosted two other parties besides this one. Oh, you're hosting the third party in your entire life. Let's make sure you look bad for it. My face was like, oh, we want to just make sure that on your big day, you look disgusting, dude. I love pimples, bro. I love this shit. You know what the best part of a pimple is, is, is... Uh, the wondering for the next two to three weeks whether or not people are staring directly at it. <laughs> the next two to three weeks of like, are they looking right at it right now? Is everyone who's talking to me, uh, is the reason why they're looking at my nose is because they're definitely not looking at my nose. They're looking at the thing next to it. The fucking... Is every single person I'm talking to just secretly in their head looking at me going, Ew, dude, that's fucking gross, dude. Yeah, dude. I'm looking right at it. I'm looking at exactly what you don't want me to be looking at, and I think it's awful. <laughs> is that is that what's going on in their head? That's It's cool. It's a cool mystery that your mind gets to uh, embark on for two to three weeks. And then the best part is, is when uh, it, it eventually goes away and... You're like, is it going to scar or is it not? Let's see. <laughs> that should be a game show. Will this pimple scar or won't it? Find out on Fox in the weeknights at 7 p.m. If it scars, you get 15 grand. If it doesn't, you get $24. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, pimples are tight, dude. Whatever, man. I'm anti-filter. I'm not going to use a filter. Fuck filters, dude. You're going to see my pure, disgusting face every time I'm on this podcast. You get the real, raw, gross version of me. <laughs> um, Yeah. Anyway, I'm excited for the party. I'm excited for the party, dude. I'm excited. Uh... Some people are coming over that I know very well. Some people who I don't know that well, but would like to know better, like to get closer to. It's going to be a fun time. I like to be the host of a party. I don't like going to a party because so little is in your control. There's a thing when you go to parties where there are a bunch of groups of people and the host rarely ever uh, crosses the two groups over. 
And that's going to be my goal tonight is to make sure that, that every separate group, every entity of people that I know for a fact doesn't know another entity of people, I'm going to fucking make them meet. I'm going to be like, hey, do you know this person? If people are standing next to each other and not talking because I know that they don't know each other, I'm going to walk over and be like, oh, by the way, this is Josh. Oh, this is Fernando. Oh, do you guys know each other? Now you do. Now you can have a conversation with or without me. Because what always happens is you're talking, it's you and you're talking to somebody it's three people. Three people can get real fucked up real fast. Because it's you, your friend, and then your friend's friend. And the moment they walk away, you and and the other friend of your friend both realize in the same moment, well, I mean, we're not friends. <laughs> we don't know each other at all. I mean, that guy was... That person was holding us together, bro. He was holding the whole social interaction together. And now that he's gone, we're pretty much fucked. Because I can already tell by how many seconds have gone by, neither of us are going to start this conversation. We're either going to stare at the wall, stare at our phone, or walk away from each other. But I know that since 15 seconds has gone by and no one has said a word to one another, I know this, this interaction is just finding a way out. The rest of this interaction is just finding a way to escape that doesn't seem that blatant, even though anything we do since we're standing right next to each other is going to be blatant as shit. I wish in that moment you could just look at the person and be like, yeah, it's, I mean, we're not friends, so it's all good. <laughs> you ever be standing next to somebody who you're not friends with, who's a friend of your friend, but you know in your heart, in your core, I don't want to be friends with this person. It's cool that they're friends with my friend, but I'm not, we're not going to be friends. <laughs> and the most frustrating part is that they think that about you as well. But for some reason, if you say that out loud, you're a fucking asshole. I may have said all this on the podcast before, but fuck it. I'm throwing a party tonight. It pertains to what's going to happen or what's not going to happen. I'm going to make sure that doesn't happen, dude. I'm going to fucking check in and be like, hey, if I leave you guys alone, will you keep talking or nah? And if they're like, nah, I'll be like, all right, I'm going to hang out here. One of you can leave at some point and go to someone you know. That way, there's no awkward bullshit. Bam, dude. I'm excited. We also got a fully stocked fridge. We're going to, you know, I don't know if people are bringing their own drinks. We didn't really say to. I guess, I guess, I guess what the thought is that. You bring your own beer? I don't know. Every time I go to a party, it's always a mystery to me. And then I get there. And I'm like, well, they didn't say BYOB, so should I not bring anything? I don't want to bring something and there's no room in the fridge and then we're fucked. But then at the same time, I don't want to not bring something and they don't have much shit left. And then also, if they didn't say BYOB, does that mean anything I bring will just be shared amongst everybody? Because I don't want to do that. In my head, if, 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 if you say BYOB, it means bring your own beer. It means bring your own shit that you will drink on your own. But a lot of people just take it as bring your own beer and it becomes part of the beer. I don't like that. I don't like that. People have specific tastes. When you're telling me to bring my own beer, I'm bringing beer based on my palate. Which means I don't want to drink your fucking swivel, dude. <laughs> I don't want to drink your drivel, dude. Hehehe. <laughs>
Oh man. What the fuck did I write down? Um Yeah. So, it, my this current party, we didn't specify shit. I didn't say BYOB to anybody. But that but in that case I have a lot of beer. I have options. I got IPAs, I got Modelo, I got fucking uh, some White Claws, I got some wheat beer. I got I got a bunch of shit. My roommate bought liquor. We're we're out here, dude. We're trying to we're trying to have a nice party. Then we'll go out to some bars. We'll figure out fucking what kind of bars are good around here. I haven't been to a single bar yet. I like to go to a bar alone. I like to have one bar that I can go alone to. But this area, Queen seems more of a group activity place, dude. Maybe it's because it's the suburban feeling. When I'm in my hometown, I've done it. I've gone and seen movies by myself. But it's it, you feel weird. You feel a little strange. And when you're in Manhattan, you go do things alone and it feels completely normal. But when you're in a suburban environment, when you're in like a neighborhood environment, like I was walking around today and it feels like a neighborhood. It feels like people know each other. It feels like it's very antisocial to be alone. A lot of people are neighbors here. It seems like their whole life. I saw this fucking kid on the sidewalk talking to his boys. He's probably fucking 13, 14 to remind me of my cousin. He could have been my cousin. The way he was talking, he was like, oh, yeah, dude. Now I'm working there like full time, bro. Working there like full time, so I'm set. <laughs> it's a little Italian kid. Yo, I'm working there like full time, so I'm like set. He's like jacked for 14. He's jacked for like for mid-puberty, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like he's an athletic looking kid, but like he's not, you know, he's not an adult. <laughs> And he's, he's like really leaning into the fucking, yo, dude, fucking yo, bro. <laughs> it reminds me of my cousin so much. Like he probably is like real good at basketball or something. Um, But he was talking to his friends. He's like, yo, what's happened with that handball shit, bro? What's going on with that handball, bro? Literally could be a cookie cutter version of a, one of my relatives. He could be a relative of mine. So that's what I'm saying. If you're living in a neighborhood where there's like children on the, there's like teenagers on the street who look like they could be blood, who look like they could be a part of your bloodline, it's weird to go to a bar alone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when people seem like they might be your uncle on the fucking, on the cross street, you don't, I don't, it might be weird to go into a bar by yourself. That's just the vibe I get. I don't know. Anyway. How do you, how much do you love this pimple on my face? <laughs> this fucking giant bump. It's, you know what it is? When you get a pimple that's a bump, it's so infuriating. Cause you're like, well, I just, I just have this now. I just have this, bro. I just have this shit, dude. I need to, I need to get a, uh, uh, who, who's that guy? The cut man. I need to get a cut man for my, for the fucking bumps. I wish, I wish there was like a. Is there a place you can go to? Will dermatologists do it? You know that, that press they do when your face is swelling up in a boxing match? That fucking steel press they press down on your bruised up face to kill the swelling? I wonder if you could do that for a bump, for a, for a fucking disgusting bump pimple on your face. That just is not going to be ready to pop for weeks. Probably not ever going to be ready to pop. Probably just going to become a fucked up mark on your face. Cool, dude. That's cool, bro. To get a big bump on your face and go, oh, this is going to be a fucked up mark for a year. <laughs> My face just deciding to fuck itself up permanently. That's cool, dude. 
That's so tight. That's so tight, dude. Oh, that's awesome. Anyway, enough about that shit. <laughs> uh, I was on the subway the other night, and um, there was a very attractive lady uh, who seemed to be looking at me. I've talked about this in the podcast many times before. I never know if someone's looking at me. But something happened. Something happened, and I was like, damn, dude, is this the trick to always know? I could have sworn she kept looking at me. And I was looking at her. She was a very cute lady. And she's looking at me. And I'm like, ooh, what's going on here, bro? Uh, and she was with a friend of hers, uh, a gay gentleman. And they were like chatting, but in between chats, she, her eyes kept darting to me, even when I wasn't looking over. And uh, so I was like looking away. And then I just yawned. Not on purpose. I just naturally yawned, even through the mask. I had a mask on, but you could see my yawn through the mask. She didn't have a mask on. She's a rebel, dude. No, I mean, at this point, if you don't wear a mask, it's all good, bro. I'm not getting mad at people for not wearing masks anymore at this point. I mean, I get it, dude. <laughs> on the subway, it's a little... I don't know. I've been on the subway a couple times without it. I usually have it on, but sometimes you just forget now. Sometimes you fully... That's how deep into it that we are and how much it feels like it's over. That A lot of times, I'll be out and I'll just forget it's on. Or I'll, I'll do the thing where, like, I don't put it on when I go in, but then when I'm, like, in the middle of being inside, I'll put it on. But then before I'm going to leave, I'll take it off again because I don't want to wear it while I'm outside. It's very fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm doing, like, real havesy shit, and I should just be fully committing. Um. Also, I got two pimples on my forehead. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Anyway, I was, she was looking at me and I was looking at her and I wasn't sure if it was what it was, but then I yawned through my mask and then, and then I look over and she's yawning and she was yawning, dude. You know why? Because she was looking at me, dude, because she was looking right at me. And if there's anything I learned from Mythbusters is that yawning is actually contagious, dude. <laughs> I'm a fucking loser who had to learn that from Mythbusters, dude. How much science has have dumb fucks learned through Mythbusters? I don't know, but that's definitely a scientific fact I learned from that weird dude with the mustache. That dude with the Captain Hook mustache and the awful beret and the fucking weird Harry Potter glasses? That man gave me knowledge I needed. <laughs> Kudos to him. His look confused the fuck out of me? Kudos to him. I'm sure he kills it. I'm sure he's out there killing it. Every dude with a, with a specific look like the dude from Mythbusters, there's a demographic that he's hitting hard. There's a demographic of, of women or men, whatever he's into. There's a demographic of people who really want to fuck that specific looking motherfucker. All the, always. If anything, being generic is fucking you up. I should start l looking more specific. I have this one friend and he, oh man, he pisses me off, dude. He pisses me off because his whole look, his whole being, uh, well, not his whole being, his whole look is exactly what like punk women would be super attracted to, but his person, but he's not, he's not his personality. He's not, he's not bringing it. 
He's not bringing it the rest of the way, dude. He's not bringing it on the personality, on the communication. His gift of gab is garbage. But he's got the exact look. And I feel like I got, I got, I can talk. I can make people laugh. I can make people have a good time, but I don't have tattoos all over my body, bro. I don't got a fucking septum piercing, dude. <laughs> so that, that woman is never attracted to me on site. I've had, I've had punk rebel women attracted to me once we start fucking around and talking. Cause they start hearing my warped fucking brain and they're like, Oh, I actually am into you. But visually speaking, they're like, absolutely not. I'm walking away. <laughs> Absolutely not. How dare you? You think I'm going to be interested in you, motherfucker? Look at that giant pimple next to your nose. But then we start talking and they're like, oh, you're war- you're a warped motherfucker. <laughs> My style is very, uh, hey, let's, let's have, let's, let's start talking. And then, you know, do you like dimples? Okay, let's have a conversation now. That's po- mo- that's my dating. <laughs> Do you like dimples? All right, cool. Let's start talking. And then if we eventually get naked, you'll be like, oh, well, your body is not as awful as I thought it'd be. <laughs> your body's actually okay, dude. That's cool. <laughs> I've said this before on the podcast, right? Most, apparently it's a thing that when I have sex with women afterwards, they're like, you know, you totally surprised me. (laughs) You know, you're a complete surprise. You're the opposite of what I thought you were going to be. Damn, dude. Whatever I'm presenting as must stink then. Anyway, um, Yawning. So I yawned and she yawned. And then I was like, damn, dude, it's on. We're lo- we are looking at each other. And then guess what I did? I got off at my stop. <laughs> I got off at my stop. Cause what am I going to say? Hey, I know you're looking at me. Cause when I yawned, you also yawned. Anyway, my name's Jake. What's yours? <laughs> no, there's nothing to say, dude. You're on the subway, bro. There's nothing to say. Anybody who's ever picked up a woman on the subway, kudos to you. Or not kudos to you. I don't know. Is there a way to do it? Every woman I've ever asked is like, yeah, you're better off not going up to a woman on the subway no matter what. And I'm always like, yeah, that 100% makes fucking sense. But then you always hit up, but then you always end up talking to a person who's giving you a story where she's like, oh, I was looking at this guy in the subway and I think he was looking at me, but I'm not sure. And I wish he came and talked to me. And then you're like, well, should he have come over and talked to you? And you're like, I wish he did. And then you're like, well, should I approach women on the subway? And they go, please don't ever do that. (laughs) I was with someone who always was like, yeah, any man who goes up to a woman on a subway is totally fucked up. And then meanwhile, every time I went on the subway with her, she would look at dudes and go, oh my God, that guy's so fucking hot. And I'd be like, bro, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? The life that you are leading is not the life that you are expressing. You gotta... This is very frustrating. (laughs) I don't know, bro. What if the love of your life is on the subway? I do think it's a good rule of thumb to not fucking approach people in an enclosed space 
you know? I don't think it's good to approach someone in in an area where they can't really escape from you. I don't think that's good. I think that I think that more than likely is going to be bad for all parties involved. Cuz also it's going to be hard for you to tell if the woman's even interested because you don't want to approach a woman in a setting where she has to talk to you because how the fuck are you going to know if she actually wants to talk to you? You'll know. That's the thing too. Is that I feel like motherfuckers know. <laughs> Fuck, it's very obvious. Dude, there's this guy who does these TikToks. Oh, my God. And they're him just approaching women. They're him just, like, doing pickup lines to women. And it's very obvious when you watch these POV TikToks he's doing. The women don't want to be talking to him. It's very obvious. Oh, it's so uncomfortable. He goes up to them holding a camera. Just holding a camera. And, and he has a light on. He's got a fucking light on so they're better lit. To the point where literally women in the video sometimes are like, hey, are you filming me? Why is your camera light on? And he goes, oh, no, I'm not filming you. It just does that. And all, and so, and almost every time the woman immediately goes, I have a boyfriend. I have a boyfriend. I have a boyfriend. Kudos to him because when they say I have a boyfriend, he does walk away. <laughs> he does go, oh, have a nice day, which is more than I can say for some motherfuckers I've seen in bars who a woman says, I got a boyfriend. And he goes, oh, yeah? What's he do for a living? Yeah, oh, yeah, where's he at tonight? Bro, what are you doing, dude? You're trying to trick her? I've said this on the podcast before. But what are you doing? You're trying to trick her into being like, you're trying to like be like, oh, where's he at tonight? You're, you're trying to like poke holes in the fake boyfriend to the point where what? She just goes, yeah, you're right. I don't have a fake boyfriend. I just don't, I just don't want to talk to you. I just definitely don't want to fuck you. And I definitely, I just definitely don't want to fuck you. And I don't also want to talk to you for five hours just to at the end of the night be like, hey, thanks for wasting my time. She's being courteous to you, dude. She's like, hey, I have a boyfriend. Move on to the next one. Would you rather her be like, I don't have a boyfriend, but even though I'm not interested right now, let's talk for hours. Ew. No. Let her fucking let you down easy. Just believe the lie. Anyway, yawn. <laughs> Maybe that's the move, dude. Maybe that's the secret of the subway, bro. You yawn. You yawn. And then if she yawns as well, you walk over. And if she's not interested, you'd be like, bro, you yawned. You fucking yawned, dude. <laughs> you just get real shitty and weird. You fucking yawned, dude. How dare you, bro? You can't deny science, dude. That fucking dude with the mustache told me what it was. She goes, what dude with the mustache? You're like, you know who I'm talking about. That fucking weirdo with the beret. And she goes, I don't know what you're talking about. You're like, Mythbusters, dude. You yawned. You like me. <laughs> don't do that. That's a joke. Don't ever do that, bro. Don't do that. It's always funny when you see people uh, reading a book on the subway. Because um, they tend to look up a lot, you know? It's funny when you see a hot dude reading a book on the subway and he keeps looking up at women around him, you know? It's almost like he's not reading the book. It's almost like he's trying to impress women with the fact that he's reading The Art of War. What? 
He's trying to find women who would fuck Tony Soprano, you know? By reading The Art of War, and then he keeps going like this. Yeah, if you're listening to the audio, I'm sorry. Yeah, that was a pure visual bit right there. That was a pure visual bit. I was just pretending to read a book and looking up and then finally locking eyes with a woman and winking disgustingly at her. <laughs> Giving her the most disgusting and off-putting wink of all time. That's how you pick up women, bro. You give them the worst look of all time. Here's really good advice for picking up ladies. Wink at them and then make the creepiest smile of all time. Wink slow... And then smile real awful. Women love that. <laughs> Women love a slow wink. And then a crazy joker smile, dude. They love, dude, 100%, bro. Women love that. Every woman. <laughs> I love when people would give you advice on like how to pick up women. And it's like, uh. It's like a cure-all. They're like, dude, this is like, it's like snake oil. Like, bro, this is, this, these are the seven steps to get into every woman's panties. It's like, bro, the fact that you're saying the word panties already makes me know that none of these will work. <laughs> the fact that you're using the phrase getting into a woman's panties in 2022 makes me already know you have not seen underwear in 42 years, you know? You have not seen a woman's breast in at least 17 years. You just haven't, bro. You haven't. Also, what are you doing? If you're on, if you, I don't believe, the reason why I don't believe uh, the fucking dating gurus is because if you were that good at fucking, just go fuck, bro. What are you doing selling courses? I got to give this to the men out. I got to teach men the, the cheat codes. No, dude, just go fuck. If you are, if you have the ability to fuck anybody, find a couple of a, a super hot, rich women, fuck them, leech off the money, and then fuck everyone else. Why are you coming to me? If I have to pay for a class that you're doing for dating, then you're not fucking anybody. That's how I feel. Anyway. That's the end of the first part. See you guys in a second for the next part. Hey, how's it going? I'm back. Um, I guess let's test the audio. Hey, hello. Hey, hello. How's it going? Sounds correct to me. All right. Um, yeah. So... That's what's up. I don't even know what I was talking about. Oh, dating gurus? Yeah, fuck those guys. They don't listen to a single one of them, bro. Don't listen to a single one of them. Anybody who's talking about how many bitches they fucked? <laughs> and they're like, by the way, it's going to be 40, it's going to be $79 a month to learn how to fuck all these bitches. Anybody who's saying that to you, don't believe them. I don't believe you. I don't believe you, bro. Like I said, if, if you were fucking that much 
What do you do in selling these classes? Find a main woman who has a lot of money. What are you doing, bro? There's plenty of rich, hot ladies with a shit ton of money. And if you got the keys to have sex with any high-level woman... Also, you're not talking about high-level women. What the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. I just think it's weird, the dudes out there who sell uh, uh, dating classes and dating courses... And, and, and they're like, yeah, you want to fuck these high level women. And they're just talking about hot women who suck. <laughs> Why is that high level? That's a high level, bro. They're like, yo, in Miami, you want to fuck these. <laughs> if you want to fuck these Miami babes, bro, I don't even want to be in Miami. What are you talking about? If you want to fuck these Miami women who are coming down here just to fuck celebrities and you're not a celebrity, here's how to do it. What? Most people are just looking for a normal cutie. They don't, they're not trying to fuck celebrity seekers. What are we talking? What are you talking? What is your class, bro? I don't understand your class. This is how to fuck women in Miami, even though you live in North Dakota. What? What are you talking about, man? What are you talking about? This is how I fucked three women in one day. No, you didn't, bro. You didn't. Bro, if you're stuttering through an entire video about how you fucked three women in one day, you didn't fuck three women in one day. You can't even talk through a video. What are you talking about, bro? How are you going to talk three women into fucking you when you can't even string a sentence together in a fucking video you cut together. What are you talking about? Anyway, don't believe dating gurus. They're liars. Um, okay. Um, yeah. Anyway, the party. It's going to be fun. The party's going to be fun, man. My friend was telling me about this thing called... Uh, he was reading an article about uh, intermittent affection... And it's like an abusive relationship uh, where somebody like gives a woman affection or gives a man affection and then takes it away for a certain period of time and then gives it again. And I was like, <laughs> I mean, I said as a joke, I was like, oh, I thought that was just a person really committed to their diet. Uh, as a, as a bit, but then I was thinking like, for real, if you're with somebody who's intermittent fasting, they probably are in intermittent affectioning you as well. I mean, I'm certainly more, uh, fun when I can eat. <laughs> I bet you there are relationships with dudes. I bet you this term didn't fucking start until dudes started doing intermittent fasting. And then once they started doing that, they start, it started, they started having relationships where in the period they can eat, they're, they're sweethearts. And in the fucking 10 hours where they're not allowed to eat and they're starving themselves, they're like, get the fuck away from me. Get the fuck away from me. Every time you try and talk to them, they're like, what, what, what? Why are you being so mean to me? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe because I haven't fucking eaten since Tuesday, bro. <laughs> what? And the moment you give them like a fucking chicken cutlet, they're like, oh, sweetie, I love you. Oh, sweetie. 
Sweetie, I love you so much. Come here. Oh, you're so cute. I love you. And then six o'clock rolls around. They're like, she's next to him eating ice cream. And he's like, fuck you. And she's like, what? He just sees mint chocolate chip. He goes, ah, fuck you. And she goes, why are you saying that to me? He goes, (laughs) she sprays some whipped cream on it. He's just like, motherfucker. <laughs> That's why I don't intermittent fast, dude. If I intermittent fasted, I might intermittent affection. I might. I might do it. I might slip into it. I feel like it's an easy gear to slip into when you're not eating. It's hard to give affection towards someone when you're starving yourself. <laughs> you can intermittent fast. I don't think there's I don't know. A lot some people are get real mad at it. Like you're just starving yourself. And I'm like, maybe, I don't fucking know. Is that star? I don't know. I don't know enough about it. I'm always impressed by people who get really angry at shit they they don't know enough anything about. Like legit angry. Like I'll get angry at shit that I don't don't know anything about. But then at the end of it, I'll be like, well, I I also don't know anything about it. So don't take anything I say seriously. But some people will fight you to the death on their anger for something they don't know anything they don't know anything about. They even like fucking talk about like a friend of mine was like a fuck intermittent fasting is just starving. It's so fucking unhealthy and fucked up. And I was like, I was like, well, what is intermittent fasting? She goes, it's like when you don't like eat for days. I was like, oh, I thought it was like when you like have a period of time where you're allowed to eat during the day and then a period of time where you're not. She's like, oh yeah, well that's why I said, <laughs> I love when someone hits you with a, oh, well, that's what I said. Because it's always not what they said. Oh, yeah, that's what I said. It's like fucking, it's a Tony Soprano move. It's a, it's a, it's a Italian dumbass move. That's why I said. Somebody would be like, did you know that uh, smart water is actually uh, the reason that like every single fish is dying right now? And you'd be like, oh, I thought that was just like plastics in general. It's smart water specific. And they're like, no, that's what I said. That's what I said. All plastics. What do you think I said? What do you think I fucking said? I said all fucking plastics. What the fuck are you talking about, bruh? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Anyway, my job's over. <laughs> I guess I could talk about that. My job is over. Um... Which I got mixed feelings about, you know? Because now I'm unemployed. So that's not great. <laughs> Off health insurance, that's not great. Um, but I got some money saved up. That's good. I I have enough saved up where I can afford to live um, in this apartment for the time being. I'm going to be getting some unemployment, which is good. I'm going to be, you know, able to live my life still. Last time, I was uh, going off money that was saved up. I didn't have much money saved up. (laughs) I had very little money saved up. And I kind of just use that until I had nothing left. (laughs) 
And then I had to move back home and it was fucked up. Uh, but now I'm pretty far away from that and I feel good. So yeah. So, you know, I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting telling people. Cause I'll tell people, I'll be like, yeah, I'm my job's ending. I'm going to take at least a month to just do what I want to do. And some people are like, yeah, hell yeah, go do that. And then some people are like, really? You should fucking get another job. Immediately. You should give yourself no time off. In this one moment where it's okay, where you're pretty much set up to take the time off, uh, don't do it. You should immediately get a fucking job that you don't like to fill the gap. Or maybe I should fucking collect the unemployment and apply to jobs that I would actually want. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't... People are weird. I don't know. I've Fortunately, I don't have any dire medication that I need. That'd be a different scenario. If I, if I was on some sort of pills that I needed for... To, to exist and be alive. That'd be a different scenario where I needed medical insurance immediately so that I could function throughout the day. Thank God. Thank God that's not my situation. I mean, that's something that people should think about when they see homeless people is that there's a lot of motherfuckers that are completely normal if they had health insurance. If they had health insurance, they would stop seeing things. You know what I'm saying? They would take the proper medication to stay even and be a functioning person in society. Like think if you, if you took psych meds and then you got laid off and then you ran out of your meds and you start seeing shit, it's going to be much harder to fucking get back into the job market to get those pills again. I don't know. It's wild. Yeah, I don't know. That's I. Yeah, I guess I don't have too many things to say about it. <laughs> I feel I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited to not. I'm excited to be in this position where I can feel comfortable not working for a minute. I feel good about that. I think people should do that. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's a good thing to get yourself in a position where you can take a month off to figure shit out to do what you want to do. I don't think that's a bad thing. And it's strange to me when people act like it is. And I'm wondering, is it because that they're upset that they can't do that? I don't know. I don't know. People should do that. People should do that. Save up your money and fucking take a month off. I don't know. I guess that's just hard to do in general. I'm in a fortunate situation where what I do is either freelance or fucking contracted. So my contract is up. I have enough money. I, I can I can do that. I understand if somebody's got a full-time thing and you don't get enough vacation days to take a fucking month off. I understand that. I don't know. I'd like to go on vacation somewhere. I've been on a vacation in a long-ass time. I want to go to France. Wouldn't it be cool to go to France? I have such dreams of going on cool vacations. And then I look at, you know, I've saved up some money, but not that much money, you know? <laughs> not enough to be frivolous with it. Not enough to just go to France on a whim. <laughs> 
I saved up a reasonable amount of money, not a fucking fun amount of money. You know what I'm saying? I saved up enough money where I, if I eat an extra sandwich, I'll be all right. <laughs> not if I go to Paris for two weeks, you know? I don't know. But then part of you is like, maybe it's worth it. Maybe I should just fucking do it. I'm only, I'm only this young. You're only young for so long, you know? I'm 29. If I don't go now, what, what am I going to go? I guess at a time when I have more money, when's that going to be? When's that going to be? I may never have fucking money. <laughs> I may never have a good amount of money. I hope to, I hope to, you know, get in a position where I'm working and doing things where I'm making way more money, but who knows? I could be making the amount of money I'm making now or less for the rest of my life. I could die in two years. Who fuck knows? I could die next year. Who the fuck knows? So maybe you should go on that trip. Maybe you should say fuck it and spend that money. Especially if you're... You don't got fa you don't got a kid, you know? It's very different living a life where you don't have a kid or or you know what I'm saying? I'm a single man. I, you know, I can be a little frivolous with the money even if I don't have uh uh fuck you money to spend, you know? I can't imagine that, dude. People fucking People have kids and then that just is their life. My friend was talking about his mom and how his mom, uh, his mom got to the point where, um, oh, that's that like that, like when he was pretty young, she was like, you got to learn how to do laundry. Cause I'm not, I'm done. I'm kind of done doing it for you. Uh, when he was like, you know, pretty young. But then you, you look at it and she had her first kid at like 14 and you're like, yeah, I mean, kudo, I mean, good for her. <laughs> if I was four, if I had my first kid at 14 and then I was like 25, I would be telling my young kid like, Hey man, you got to do that. I'm done doing this. I've had a fucking lifetime of having children already and I'm not even grown. You know, that's fucking crazy. I don't know. I think it's good to know when you're fortunate. I feel pretty, I feel, I'm, I'm fortunate, man. I am. A lot, a lot of people are fortunate and they don't see it. During COVID, people like got real angry that like years, years of going to restaurants, going outside, socializing was taken from them. And part of me is like, I get it. I get that like, you know, I don't know, but it's a lot of people who are like in careers where they want to be famous or they want to do this or they want to do that. They want everyone to fucking look at their goddamn face. They're like angry. They're like, oh my God, this has set me back two years of 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 growth on social media, which also isn't true because a lot of people blew up in the pandemic. But like this has set me back career wise these two fucking years. And I'm like, bro, people got drafted into World War Two. Like people lost, people have lost 10 years of their life. We lost two, kind of. Like, grow up. Like, really fucking take it in how good we got it. If anything, it's a sobering thing that all of hum all of humanity had to fucking take a minute for a year. For a year, two years, two years. 
it's good that we all took a minute for two fucking years. Okay? And at least we all did it. We all did it at different ages, at different stages of our life, but at least we all did it. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to get drafted now. That's cool. I'm going to lose my fucking limb now. And none of it's my choice. That's tight. (laughs) People lose their hands in war and have to have hooks. And there's somebody fucking complaining that they're not on the Tonight Show because of the pandemic. Shut the fuck up, dude. Shut the fuck up. I don't know. I just feel like I had such a momentum going before the pandemic. And now the pandemic totally stifled my momentum. Oh, really, dude? There's people who like got caught with weed and now are in jail for 32 years. Shut the fuck up, dude. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There are things about my life that I don't, you know, there are things about my life that are not ideal, but at the same time, I complain it. I complain about it with the, with the knowledge in mind that, you know, it's much more fucked up for a lot of other people. And I'm thankful for the life that I have and the flaws within it. (laughs) You know, the flawed life that I have, I'd rather have over many other lives. I don't know. What the fuck? I'm being, I'm being preachy and dumb right now. So don't fucking listen to me. I'm coming off a little cunty right now. I apologize. Um, what the fuck? What was I talking about? I guess I'll complain about something. <laughs> Let me remove my head from my own fucking ass. Uh, that was a little preachy. I'm sorry about that. That was a little fucking shitty. Eh. I don't know. Well, who am I to, who am I to tell people what to feel? But I don't know. Some people are fucking annoying, you know? <laughs> I don't know. It sucks. I feel I'm sorry that your career got held back, but I'm just saying, put it in perspective, dude. You know, the Holocaust happened, you know? Maybe it's okay that you didn't get a thousand followers in the time that you thought you would. <laughs> you know, maybe it's cool because entire generations have been killed. You know what I'm saying? So maybe you should just calm down for a minute. <laughs> Having said that, I'm going to complain about dating again. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. Yeah, we all complain about our own things. I don't know. It's, 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 it's the complaining about something without understanding that like your complaints are bullshit. Like my complaints are bullshit for the most part. They affect me cause the, cause it's my life. But you know, when you're confronted with reality, it's like, I don't I thank God that I'm having a hard time dating. <laughs> thank God dating is annoying. And that's my big problem at the moment, you know? I mean, it's not. I need a job. But, you know, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> there are worse worries to have. Dating. I don't know. I wish my problem was just dating. No, problem is fucking finding somebody who I like. <laughs> oh, I should go to therapy, bro. Anyway, um, <laughs> wish I could afford it. I should have went to therapy when I had health insurance. Now that I don't have a job. 
Kind of fucked up, dude. <laughs> I could have been chat chatting with the person who I was f developing a real relationship with. I didn't even check. I didn't even check, dude, to see what was on my health. I should have fucking checked at least. My friend, his job is like, oh, we'll give you six free sessions. And we joke about it being like, uh, I feel like that's kind of fucked up. I feel like that's a way to tease somebody. It's like, we'll give you six free sessions. We'll give you enough sessions for you to like start knowing the guy enough to like have goals in therapy. And then we'll be like, now you got to pay for it. <laughs> we'll let you lay a base that makes you feel like you should keep doing it so that you'll have to then pay for it. Anyway. Um, yeah, I'm feeling pretty lonely lately. <laughs> you know what it is? I don't have anything that uh, anyone to pursue. I've talked about this before on the podcast, right? I'm at the point where I don't have anything to pursue so much that like I'm, I pursue like little fucking things that are nothing. Like there's somebody who like has been liking my posts and like watching my stories and like, like there's somebody who's been watching my stories and I literally said in my roommate, I'm like, they watch my stories. <laughs> Like, that's a thing. Like, the fact that she watches my stories means she's into me. It doesn't, dude. But that's that's how far away, far removed I am right now from any person I'm interested in. That, like, this person who I who I, I am interested in, but, like, there's no, nothing real there. Her watching my stories, I'm like, well, that's a reason. That's a reason to keep going. <laughs> she liked a fucking video of, like, a reel of mine. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. This is it. I'm in, bro. <laughs> and I know it's dumb Like I know Like I, I have those thoughts And then I laugh at them And go You're dumb as fuck dude It's not it means nothing Dude she liked my reel I'm in I haven't I haven't seen or spoken to this woman In real life In months We aren't even traveling In the same Social circles But that like That goes a long way dude <laughs> She liked a video about being single, like stinking, bro? Bro, she must love me, dude. We both think each other are cute as shit, dude. For real. <laughs> so fucking dumb. It's so dumb and funny that we're, we're just at that stage. We're just at the point where like... That's what, that's what pursuing someone is. That's what like wondering... That's what like courtship is it's like is she watching my stories <laughs> it's so fucking stupid it feels so childish i really do think that social media being the thing that all of us are on is making us like our brains rot and become younger than they are i think the fact that we're all aware of like we can just see tiktok the fact that old people can just see tiktok makes it so that our brains aren't aging past the younger generation like it should. Like, we should become the curmudgeon. We should become the motherfucker who's like, I don't know what simp means. But we, we aren't. We know what simp means. <laughs> we know it's very easy to just, like, know all the terms, all the new terms that people are using. I said this on the podcast before. I knew who James Charles was. And these, 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 uh, I was doing this like, sh like film shoot for, for these Broadway kids filming them doing songs or something. 
for some company and they were like talking about James Charles and I knew who James Charles was and it blew their mind. That's not, I don't, but that interaction shouldn't have happened. <laughs> I should be like, who the, yeah, who the fuck is James Charles? What? Makeup tutorials? What the heck is that? That should be what's going on. But instead I'm like, yeah, dude, YouTube drama, I'm all over it. <laughs> yeah, dude, she liked my reel? Hell yeah, dude. I just hate, I don't want to think about the word algorithm anymore. I don't want to hear the word algorithm anymore. I'm not trying to game the system, dude. I'm just trying to post shit that I think is funny. That's it. You got to post it this time. If you want to get 10 million followers in two and a half days, you got to post at 7 p.m. every night, but not on Wednesday. Then you got to post at 11.49. But before you do that, you got to kiss your mother on the lips. I know it sounds weird, but if you want to get that viral fame, if you want to be the next top influencer, you got to make sacrifices. So kiss your mom on the lips, then suck your dad's dick and kill your dog and then post at 11.42, and you'll have 10 million followers in 2.3 seconds. Hell yeah. I'm Chris Christie, and you watched my YouTube video. What? I'm done with that, you know? I'm over it. I'm done with people, I'm done with entrepreneurs selling bullshit. Okay, I'm done with dating gurus. I'm done with fucking social media gurus. I'm done with urus, dude. All urus can go fuck themselves. Okay? I get all their sponsored posts, bro. Come 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 see my social media seminar. On what, dude? This is how you grow your social media. On what, bro? Based off what? You're not giving anyone anything. Your whole, your whole social media growth is, is all of your posts are about growing your social media, but what do you grow? You're growing your social media based on how to grow your social media. How do you know how to grow it? Like your advice to me should be pretend to know what the fuck you're doing and, and sponsor and pay money to have your shit go into people's feeds. I don't need a fucking class for that. Anyway. Fuck gurus. <laughs> I'm done with gurus. Gurus are bad. And don't pay for their classes. That's that's what that's what I want uh that's what I want to say at the end of this thing today. Don't don't buy classes from gurus, bro. Anybody who's telling you the secret to life, don't fucking listen. Especially if they're like this is the secret to life and it and it costs 29.99 to have it. Put your middle finger up and go, hey, man, go fuck yourself. Okay? Fuck gurus. Um, yeah. People with the answer tend to not have the answer. Anyway, that's it for the podcast. The timer went off. I got to go do this party. I got to buy some fucking curtain rods. Anyway, and some cups. Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, thank you guys for listening as always. June 17th. Brooklyn Comedy Collective, uh, 7 p.m., 6.30 doors. It's happening. Go to the show. Dad's like ducks. I'll see you guys there. Uh, it's still a ways out, like two weeks. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, I love you guys, and I'll see you next. Thank you guys for listening. I love you guys, and I'll see you next week. Jake, you're an idiot. Jake.
of shit.